sides about this back in Chicago. Mercy, mercy me, that mercy will I go. That's me, the first year that I blow. How you say broke in Spanish, me no I blow. Me drown sorrow in that Diablo. Me found bravery in my... All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back to another edition of the one and only Fan in the Van podcast time. Oh, God. So, the other day after I uh, uploaded the newest episodes, I did... T- for, eh, still trying to wake up. It's the only thing I hate about doing this so early in the morning. But, um, you know, for those who checked out the newest episode I put out, thank you. For those who didn't, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, but I got this interesting question from uh, an old buddy of mine from like back in the day. Who knows that I do this? And he asked me what I thought of the Lakers hanging the in-season tournament championship banner, then treating it like it's another championship, and then saying that it's technically like LeBron's sixth ring, and now he has six with Jordan. Um. First off, this is a tournament. It's in season. It's not at like the end of the season. Um, I wouldn't credit it as a championship towards LeBron's reign necessarily. But if this is how people want to perceive that, then by all means. But if you're going to use this as another topic for the GOAT debate between Jordan and LeBron. Hmm. Because, if, if, again, in the hypothetical world, if Jordan played in this era on that stacked Bulls team that really wasn't stacked full of superstars other than him and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, and then, you know, the island of Misfit Toys, you don't think the Bulls would have won this in-season tournament? Because they sure as hell would have. And, you know, look at what's happened since... They won the in-season tournament, the Lakers. They're like, what, one and four now? You know, I, I seen late last night, you know, Laker fans saying that Ham's got to go. You know, every time there's a consistent flow, he kind of throws a wrench into it, blah, 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 whatever it is. Okay. Don't know, really don't care. Uh, but to me, this isn't like winning the NBA Finals. I honestly wouldn't treat it as such, but this is one of those debates that, you know, people are going to agree, they're going to disagree. I, on I on the, on the hand of, it's a tournament. And people could sit there and say, well, you play 80, you play an 82 game tournament to get to the finals. If that's the way you want to look at that, that's fine. Again, I don't see it that way. I see it as you play 82 games on a schedule for a season. And then you go through the playoffs, which isn't even a tournament style because you get more than one opportunity to win every other night. Um, but again, it's perception meets reality. Okay. And for those who don't understand it, it's the perception is that there are those that want to treat this like he just won another NBA Finals championship. And there, and then it world of reality. We're not looking at it like that. We're looking at it as a as a tournament. That's what you won. You could put the banner up. That's fine. That's an accolade you could put up there. And then people say, well, if you're saying that, then why can't you treat it like the NBA Finals? Because it's just different. 
because you didn't play a seven-game grueling series against one of the top teams in the NBA East to win that. You played who was on your schedule, and Adam Silver in the NBA decided to just say, okay, well, this game's an in-season tournament game, and this game's an in-season... It's not like you separated the two entities. So, to me, you can't sit there and say that this is another notch on LeBron's belt. It, 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 it's, I mean, granted, this is the first time they did it. It just so happens he wins it. And I've even heard that rumbling. Well, it was rigged so LeBron can win it. So here's another accolade for him. I don't really think that's the case. I just think they won the games they needed to win. Anthony Davis showed up when he needed to show up. Their core guys played when they were supposed to play. They beat who they were supposed to beat. They won the whole thing. It is it is what it is. And to, to hop off that but stay on the NBA topic, I never thought we were going to bring up this psycho broad's name again. For, for those who, which I don't know where the hell the episode went, uh, I was searching for it last night to play for my dispatcher because he never got to hear it. And somehow Guns and Buns got replaced by an episode of fucking Steel and Teal. But somehow it's named Guns and Buns. I, I don't get that. But okay. Um, I don't know. I, I might have to go search through the other hundreds of of uh, podcast platforms that, that my show appears on and find it that way to play for them. But for those who listened to that one, you obviously know that part of that was talked about John Morant. John Morant came back. The other night. And John Morant looked pretty good. And he said he kept the receipts. Good. Hope you did. Hope you did. Doesn't change the fact of what you did, didn't do. That's fine. But Zion, on the other hand, has been getting a lot of criticism. From Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal. And now his former friends with benefits, whatever they were. Ex-porn star still doing porn, really don't care. Mariah Mills telling him he's fat and needs to get on a treadmill and maybe he would have lasted longer in the sack. This broad really has got nothing fucking better to do. That you're sitting there and you're tuning in to fucking Pelicans games and then going on Twitter again to, to criticize him. It's one thing for Shaq and Charles Barkley to do it because they played in the league. And they know. I mean, granted, you look at Charles Barkley now and you look at Shaq now and they're completely different from their prime days. Don't get me wrong, but they're allowed to criticize. And it's not that they're criticizing. It's, well, yeah, it's kind of you're criticizing, but you're trying to get him to see that if he does X, Y, and Z, you know, things might be different for him in the league because the criticism is he can't play a full game. He can't play a certain amount of minutes. He's constantly hurt. It's this, it's that. And... You know, I got criticized for calling him a raw project when he got drafted. Well, he still is. There's still parts of his game that need to be developed. I mean, the fact that Zion Williams is, let's say, I don't know. I'm not even going to Google it. But he's a lot younger than LeBron. And LeBron's 38, 39 years old. And LeBron's still playing almost 40 to 48 minutes a game. 
and Zion is like half his, not half his age, but he's like, say, 10 years younger, 13 years younger, actually even younger than that. And he can't play a full game. I understand Zion's kind of built different and always was from his high school days to his one year at Duke to being drafted by the Pelicans. I, I get all that, but I mean, regardless to the fact that, you know, the Shaq, again, Shaq and Barkley could do it because Shaq and Barkley played in the game. Okay. And Mariah Mills didn't. All she did was fuck guys that are in the game, okay? That's not a knock on her. So for women who listen who think, oh, here we go. He's going to bash porn stars again. No. All I'm saying is, is that leave that petty bullshit between you and him. The world don't want to see it. I understand there's people that love for the drama. I get it. That's what social media has become. A drama-filled cesspool of bullshit where everybody knows everybody else's bullshit. And some of us really don't care. I really don't care how many times they got it on, where he finished, how many times she she friggin' got off, he got off. I don't care. Keep that bullshit to yourself. I don't care if he was a two-pump chump or fucking John Holmes in the sack. I don't care. I don't need to know. I don't think a lot of us want to know. I, I just don't, but... We're getting off that topic, kind of like how they both got off each other. Although she's still on him, but just in a completely different way. But hey, this is why the rapper friggin' uh, Tech Nine made that song Psycho Bitch with the Halloween theme. Because you could literally play that song. As a matter of fact, for those, this is the best part about being at work. Hold on. Hold on, this is going to be good. Hold on. I got to find it. And I did. Because I'm just amazing. These stupid ads will just stop. But. I want you to quit calling me, calling me. Following me, following me. Why to get you with me? Pretty much, if you understand the beginning part of it, uh, that's pretty much what Mariah Mills has been doing. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but you know, yeah, I, I, I'm not even going further into it. I, I already detailed it months ago. Uh, if, if, if you guys want to go back and listen to it, if it's up, I don't know, maybe I accidentally deleted it somehow. I don't know, but, um, obviously tonight we have Thursday night football, Saints Rams. Um, I actually saw this interesting thing when I woke up this morning on Twitter with Stenson Bennett meeting Matthew Stafford. Now, obviously both alums of Georgia. (laughs) <laughs> Matthew Stafford goes, damn, I feel old meeting you. Stenson, Stenson Ben looked the same age as Matthew Stafford. Shit. Stenson, Stenson Bennett looked like he's 25 going on damn near 50. I ain't no knock on the kid, but shit. Motherfucker look old. But you, you got that game tonight, obviously. And that one, I, for, for the Saints, it's they just got to keep winning. 
it, you know, if they want to win the NFC South. But, but let's be honest. If you're a Saints fan, do you really think your team's a playoff team? I, I wouldn't think so. I mean, they're pretty much in the same, I would say almost, no, no, they're not in the same dilemma as the Steelers, which we will now jump into. Listen, I like George Pickens. Don't get me wrong. I like him, but I can't defend saying he didn't want to he didn't want to have a tank dell like injury for not blocking for his teammate. Granted, if you go back and watch some certain games, you will see where he actually does pass block. So it just happened to be the one occurrence. Now again, when I speak of this as a Steeler fan, it's from from my opinion. And if you're a Steeler fan that doesn't agree, that's fine. We could discuss it. But again, it's not going to go to the route with you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because like Onyx, I'll shut you down real quick. So for those who are hip-hop knowledgeable and you know the song Shut Them Down, that's what I'm going to do to you. Um, I understand these guys want they, they, they want to play injury-free. And I get that. But to say that to the media and then... Say, well, to paraphrase, I guess he's trying to say, well, former players wouldn't understand. Listen, if I'm if I'm Heinz Ward right now, and the reason why I'm using Heinz Ward in this scenario is because Heinz Ward is the bar of pass blocking Steeler wide receivers. And nobody can deny that whether you loved them or hated them. You cannot deny the fact that Heinz Ward was not afraid to put a fucker on his ass. Okay? Kind of like on the defensive side with Ryan Clark. And we're going to get into what I, a clip I've seen, I guess, from his podcast or some like barbershop show he appears on, whatever it is. Uh, We'll get into, I'll get into that in a few minutes. There's a lot of immaturity with George Pickens from what I see. Talented wide receiver. I get he's frustrated because he's not getting the ball enough. I understand he wants to showcase the talents that he has. We want to see it. But there's a lot that goes into why he hasn't been able to do that. A lot of it was a net play calling. Poor execution of a net play calling. I mean, the list goes on. We've been through this already. We've been through this already. (laughs) But you got to know what to say and what not to say when those cameras and microphones and cell phones are in your face. You got to know what to say. You got to say the right thing so that you don't have people like me or Brent and Dave, Garrett and Jalen, you know, Aaron and Joey and all these other sports podcasters out there critiquing and criticizing and destroying what you say. I'm not going to sit here and destroy what you said. And it's not the homer in me because he's a Steeler fan. And, and you know, and you little trolls out there that like to go into people's message boxes or or argue a fact that somebody mentioned before they released an episode discussing a certain player on a team in Jacksonville, okay? Um, don't do it. Just don't. You know, it, it's like it's like for those who follow me and then follow Garrett, and if you saw the, you know, Garrett and Jalen put out an episode and they were discussing Trayvon Walker and... Listen, Garrett knows more about Trayvon Walker than I do because I don't watch Jacksonville Jaguar games unless they appear in the New York market. So Garrett knows more about Trayvon Walker as far as his play style than I would know, right? So he put out a fact that he's just not a pass rusher, you know, he's, you know, and everything he mentioned, and this guy had to argue the fact, 
And pretty much in my response was you can't, you can't, you, you can't argue with, with, you can't argue logic with stupid people because they don't even realize that they're stupid. And if they looked up stupid, you know, whatever it was, if you saw it, you, you know what was said. Um, and, and that's the problem for us sports podcasters. Because we speak on our opinion and then we also bring you the real facts. And some of you get butt hurt by that and I don't understand why. I guess maybe you want to live in the world of delusion and grandeur, I guess. I don't know. But for me, I like to live in the world of reality. If I lived in the world of fantasy, I'd be sitting here every week, every Tuesday and Thursday or Wednesday and Friday or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You know, when I do the occasional rare Saturday episode, I'd be sitting here telling you it's all sunshine and rainbows in Pittsburgh. We got no problems. All is right with the world. But do I do that? No, I don't. Because I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Last time I checked, I'm at a bakery. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to bring it to you real, raw, blunt, honest, and in your face. That's who I am. And I'm not going to change that. But, you know, Jalen Warren came out and he's like, if that was him, I would have blocked for him. And then there's people I see. Well, Jalen Warren shouldn't have said that. That's not right. No, it is right. Because I would have said this. Dog, if that was me running and I'm trying to fucking put points on the board for my team knowing we need this game to save to, to, to save the season, to, to, to maybe get us into the playoffs. Granted, we shouldn't be in the playoffs. But I almost feel like Jim Moore. Playoffs? What You're talking Playoffs? Okay, we, we all remember that iconic uh, press conference. All right. I don't blame Jalen Warren for saying that. Because if, if that was me, I'd be saying the same shit. I'd be like, I would have been blocking for dog. Like, dude, I would have did that for you. If I'm going to put my ass on the line and risk an injury for you, I expect you to do it. And that's the problem in Pittsburgh. Is you, it's not a team. It's not a team anymore. It's a me team. It, 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 it's a me, not a we. Okay. That's the problem. When you get to put on, I don't care what team it is, even if it's a putrid, shit-stained jersey, it's an, your talents that you worked so hard to hone in your craft, okay, have gotten you to where you are. And for some, it's gotten them out of worst-case scenarios than others. All right? Now, when you put on an NFL jersey, Especially a historical one that is the Steeler black and gold jersey. Okay? There's tradition that comes with it. There's, a, there's, there's an element that comes with it. And for everybody to sit there and say that Ben is wrong, that the Pittsburgh way of doing things is dead. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Because it is dead right now. It's on life support. It's being helped with, with breathing machines and tubes and, and all sorts of fucking medicine. Okay? And don't tell me that it's not. Because if it wasn't, we'd be, we, we'd be controlling our own destiny. We would be playing like a real NFL team. Granted, yes, every team has their problems. But not as drama-filled as this. Not, Car- not keeping up with the Kardashian-like drama. 
Not fucking Laguna Beach drama, the Hills drama, fucking loving hip hop Atlanta drama, Real Housewives are fucking Albuquerque drama. Okay, no. No, so don't tell me that there isn't drama. Uh, not for nothing. Cleveland, don't you have drama? Yeah, you have a fucking predator as your goddamn quarterback and a 38 year old showing you up. And a brown say, well, well, Watson's hurt. Yeah, well, uh, oh, well. Watson wasn't doing too fucking great for you when he was playing. How's that contract working out for you? I tell you now, Cleveland, ain't working out so fucking well, is it? No, it's not. It's not. Joe Flacco, in what, three games, has outperformed you in two years. That's pathetic. Pathetic. But then you fucking Browns fans have the nerve to criticize a historical team like the Steelers. Fuck you. Fuck you. You wonder why. You wonder why. I come at you guys as hard as I do. You wonder why I trash your franchise every single time I get to do it. Fuck you. Fuck your bullshit. The, the Nick Carnes of the world. The, all he is. All he is. You know what you should do? If you ever seen the movie, This is the End, find a sinkhole and jump the fuck in. Jump the fuck in and dive to the depths of hell, would you? My God. Like, seriously. Seriously. Like. <sighs> but back to George Pickens. So obviously, you know, I, I listened to Brent and Dave's latest on Monday night. You know, you know, they record during a Monday night game. And Dave pretty much said, I wonder how Jim, a fan in the van, is feeling about George Pickens right now. <laughs> Dave, again, I, at least I like the kid. I think he's got a lot of dog in him. I just think there's, Again, like I said, there's a lot of immaturity where, like, like if it don't go his way, you see him sulking on the sideline. You could maybe you could say, well, well, that's you know, when when shit like that happens, you know, he wants to win, and when when it's not going not just his way but the team way, that's just how he gets. But you know what? You can't show. You can't. You you have to. I hate to say it, but as an athlete, you have to be stone cold, and you can't show no emotion. And it, it's sad to say that because. These athletes are human beings just like us, and we all have emotion, and we get to show it, but why can't they? But I think Pickens gets the criticism because it's the way he's showing it. And, you know, that's something where Tomlin, maybe you bring in a Heinz Ward. Maybe you do the unthinkable, and you bring in Antonio Brown to talk to his kids. Hey, look at me. I was a legend here. I should have, me, Ben, and Le'Veon Bell should have won at least two to three more Super Bowls together. Even though Ben won two before he was paired up with Brown or Bell, okay? We should have won championships with Ben. But we didn't do it because I was a selfish fuck and I was acting just like you. The difference is when I was doing it, nobody knew because it was kept so secretive. But now we live in a day and age where everybody knows every little thing you're doing down to whether you use one ply or two ply fucking Charmin. 
Sad to say it, but that's the reality we live in. It just is. And I, I maybe that's how you fix it. Maybe you have to bring in what you will become. You know, almost like almost like the movie Scrooge, you know, the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Bring in the present who happens to be the future. Because Antonio Brown would fit the bill for both. That that's what I would do, but you know, obviously, speaking of that, we have the Bengals Saturday night. I would be more confident in in, in us winning this game if things went the way they should have went, but they didn't. You know, to sit there and say today's a big day to, to decide whether Kenny Pickett's going to play or not. At this point, no. Why are you going to further risk this kid's career with another what could be injury for what? Another nine and eight season? Maybe it's time after 17 years that Tomlin has that losing season. Maybe that's what he needs to realize, shit. I ain't doing this right. I have seven, I have 17 years of winning seasons. And only one Super Bowl with Bill Cowers guys to show for it. Man, we haven't won shit. It's like that Dave Chappelle skit where it's like, man, white people fucking up. Mike Tomlin be sitting over there. Damn, Mike Tomlin be fucking up. But you can't put it all on Mike Tomlin because the team's got to execute too. But Mike Tomlin's the guy who's going to take the bullet because he's the head coach and he's the guy who's got to motivate them. And he's the guy who's got to, you know, handle more than what you realize. He's got to handle every different ego that there is. And at times, it's tough to do it. And at times, you just, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. I don't care. Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. You want to act detrimental to the team? Then we'll get rid of you. You know, that's what a lot of people are saying. That that if we don't make the playoffs this year, trade off TJ Watt. Let him win somewhere. Trade Cam Hayward. Trade this guy. Trade this guy. Release this guy. Sell the team. You guys, none of that's happening. But what has to happen is the Steelers have to get out of their own way. You look at all these other teams that are that, that, that are winning with the same amount of talent. Take the Houston Texans. This is a this is the prime example of a team that everybody, myself included, said this team wouldn't be in the position that they're in. And it's because of a rookie coach, rookie quarterback, rookie wide receivers. But they put pieces around it to make it work. And D'Amico Ryans, who should, without a single shred of doubt, should win coach of the year. Without a doubt. The fact that they managed to come back and beat the Titans with Case Keenum. Okay, Case Keenum. Nobody even knew, except for a few, that this cat was still in the league. I knew, but a lot of people didn't. If I had known they were starting Case Keenum and not fucking giraffe neck Davis Mills, I think maybe me and Garrett would have picked Houston. I know I would have. I can't speak for Garrett. If I knew Case Keenum was playing, I I maybe would have went a different route. I wouldn't have took fucking Mayo Banana Boy over there in fucking Tennessee. Who, Who, again, granted, we've given him his due. 
He's shown he's got that fight in him. He's got that dog in him. He's got that in him. But now he has to take that and progress. But we could talk more about Will Levis next week, you know, whatever, you know, down the line. I I really, as a Steeler fan, I just hope Mason can keep us in it enough where the defense doesn't have to get burnt out so early in the game. Obviously, the, the other thing is, you know, um, I, I didn't even respond to this message because I will respond now. Um, I got criticized for my take on the DeMonte Kaze hit on Michael Pittman Jr. Um, this is where you should be. You, you're not hearing me. You're listening, but you're not hearing. I never once defended the hit. What do you want these guys to do? And this brings up why the why the game has been changed. Because there's a few guys in the past to why the game has changed the way it has changed. Ryan Clark is one of them. Ryan Clark went out there and snatched souls like he was Shang Tsung in fucking Mortal Kombat. Okay? If you were an open receiver about to catch the ball, Ryan Clark was like the Terminator. And you were TOS. Terminated on sight. Okay? You cannot deny that. Okay? But to sit there and say I'm defending the hit. Michael Pittman Jr. is a casualty of a decision by his quarterback. He could have thrown it a different way and that could have ended in a different result. But what do you want DeMonte Kaze to do when he's making a play on the ball? Again, let's go back to Tuesday. Michael Pittman committed a football move. There's no turning back. DeMonte Kaze did the same thing. There's no turning back. Where am I defending this? Please explain it. Somebody tell me where I'm defending DeMonte Kaze here. It's a brutal hit. But it wasn't purposely done to create an injury. It was not. I'm sorry. If you think that, if you think it was, you are one delusional piece of trash. People are sitting there. He could have waited till he landed and then and then you know just tapped him down. How's he supposed to do that when he's diving for the ball too? Huh? Again, this ain't the fucking Matrix. I don't see Neo and Morpheus and the fucking guy with the glasses out there and you know and that other chick that everybody thought was so hot and I don't see what's so hot about her. You know what? That she's wearing fucking latex leather and looks like fucking one huge fucking walking condom? Oh uh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. 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 She's not hot. Okay, and, and that's not the point. The point is they both made a move. This horrible situation happened. People are criticizing Kaze for trying to appeal it. That's his right to do it. That's his right to do it. I don't know what more like I could say about it without somebody fucking criticizing it because I'm not wrong. 
The video don't lie. It's not like he went and purposely targeted him. He didn't. It's not like that one fuck who did it. Well, I think uh, the, the, the fucking kid from Pitt in the uh, Pitt versus Boston College. It wasn't like that where he purposely went and went head hunting. So what more? You know, what more do you want me to say? It just, it, it is what it is. I Again, I understand the league wants to protect the players. But if you wanted to do that, and, and Brent made an interesting assessment, I don't know if it, was, if, if it pertained to player safety, but I'll tie it into player safety. Why are we playing 18-week games? Why are we playing 18 weeks? Actually, well... Brent side, now remember it, Brent side was more of, you know, when you get into the later years of the season, we're getting shitty football. And the Carolina Panther Falcon game was kind of one to prove that. If you kept it at 14 games, I understand it really kind of shortens the season, but the revenue's still there. Regardless. But there are more injuries the, the, the longer you make the season. And people can sit there and say, that's not true. It's a physical sport. And yes, it is a physical sport and these injuries do happen. I grasp that. I grasp that entirely. We know why there's an 18-week season. We know why. It comes down to one thing and one thing only. Motherfucking cocksucking money. Okay? That's what it comes down to. That's all it really comes down to. And if you don't see it, then you're as blind as Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles. Because it's true. That's all it's about. Because if it was about player safety, these guys wouldn't have to play 17 grueling games of football. Plus playoffs, plus a Super Bowl. Granted, an injury can happen anytime. Aaron Rodgers is the prime example. 19 seconds into week one. And tears his Achilles. And all the conspiracy theorists. He didn't tear it. Blah, blah, blah. How do you know? Are you fucking Aaron Rodgers? I, I'm, not, I'm not defending the guy. But are you Aaron Rodgers? We've seen Aaron Rodgers heal faster than some people. Maybe there's some healing shit in that Ayuska. I don't know. Maybe he's got some fucking voodoo doctor in that cave that he fucking stays in from time to time. I don't know. And here's the thing. I don't. Give a flying fuck. Because the other day was probably the one time I've ever heard him give him the most honest answer. He says, just because I'm medically clear does not mean I'm 100% to play. Jets fans were all, oh, we're getting Aaron Rodgers back. No, you're not. No, you're not. Why? Because the man said it himself. He's not 100% to play. And why are you going to trot him out there? You're eliminated. And for people sitting there, Zach Wilson... Uh, Zach Wilson's like faking a concussion or lied that he wasn't concussed so he could keep playing or he was concussed before the game and played. I, I don't know, whatever. You know what? I really don't care. I don't care about that. I really don't. Um, you know, somebody messaged me, when are you going to get more into the Mendenhall thing? Well, tomorrow night, will be just that. You'll get to hear it live on Cigar and Sports because 
Pat McAfee had a lot of interesting things to say. J.J. Watt has come out and he had interesting things to say. It, 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 it's a tweet that you thought would have tore people apart. And it's actually kind of bringing people together in a way. And I, I listen, all I could say is this without really going into what I'm really going to say. Rashard Mendenhall, you need to realize this. You're not the only football player past or present that's been criticized, dude. You haven't. To sit here and say that white people don't know football is the most asinine racist thing to say. I don't sit here and go, black people don't know anything about football. I don't sit here and say, black people don't know shit about hockey. Or, or baseball. I don't say that. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. You don't have to like it. That's fine. You could debate it. That's fine. But be logical. That's that's pretty much it. You don't have to say all the shit you said. You just don't. And then you're still on the tirade. You know what? Rashard Mendenhall and Mariah Mills should get together and then they could bitch about yeah, they could bitch about their problems together in a room while they're fucking each other. That's what they could do. But on that note, um, I got to run because I still got to go to Stop and Shop and get my stuff for breakfast. And um, don't worry, I'll, I'll punch a Keebler Elf bag for, for for all of you. Don't worry. Um, I'm sure Browns fans, every time I do it, they, uh, you know, they, you know, they wake up with a bit of stomach pains and headaches, I'm sure, you know, because their souls are attached to that elf. Uh but again, to all those who follow, listen, retweet, go check out Brent and Dave's latest at 1420 Sports. Um, it was what? It was one hell of an episode. That's all I'm going to. I've never heard Brent drop the fuck word more times than in that episode. And I'll tell you something. If you're not listening, listen, if you like my content, you will love Brent and Dave's. Especially, especially Brent and Dave, man, it, it's. Brent and Dave already know how I feel about their product, their show, and how I feel about them as people. Uh, two amazing people and two amazing sports podcasters who are just like me, blunt, raw, and in your face. Take it or leave it. Uh, but definitely go check them out. Follow them on Twitter at 1420sports on Twitter. Uh, follow them on YouTube as well. Brent does other shows in the morning, so uh, check those out as well. Um also, check out Garrett at Jail and the Two Dudes with Sports News. Their latest one is up. Uh, so make sure you, you check that out. I know Garrett's solo project is coming back in the new year. Uh, check out Aaron and Joey at Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. Definitely, definitely, definitely check out my man E-Man at Average Joe Sports Podcast. Uh, he does a great Tuesday show with uh, with Cricket. Um. And again, you'll see me in, in the chat with some outlandish things to say because that's just what I do here at the Fan in the Van. I sometimes like to say outlandish shit, but I own it. So definitely go check them out. Uh, check out also Cigar and Sports as well. Um, again, if you don't like what we say on the show, just don't watch. That's all. Just don't watch. That's all I gotta say about that. Uh, if you're into, if you're uh, 
Oh, also check out the BSing Sports Podcast, the We Like Sports Show Podcast. Check out Level the Playing Field, uh, the Darian Hopkins Sports Show Podcast. Also check out, uh, if you're in the sports betting, the You Bet Smart Sports Podcast, as well as my buddy Nate's Daily Wagers. Check out Darren and Chill Takes. Uh, puts out amazing content on Twitter. I've actually been watching a lot more of it. Um, just, just, just phenomenal stuff. Uh, also, if you're going to Vegas, listen to Coil and visit, visit Vegas Places. Always puts out good content. Uh, if you're into pro wrestling, if you're not listening to John's Wrestling Fans Insight, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Uh, they also put out great Twitter spaces. Uh, they're always engaging with people on Twitter. So definitely check them out. Um, to non-podcasters like my buddy Brandon, who always listens, uh, gives me his assessments as well uh, on, on his Ravens or just anything around the league. Um, you know, that it's very much appreciated. Uh, he's also been uh, our first guest on Cigar and Sports and could be possibly a recurring guest. Uh, it's something that I'm trying to make happen. Uh, also, my buddy Rob, old high school buddy of mine, uh, for supporting as well. Uh, to everybody else, sports podcasters, non-sports podcasters, um, you know, thank you for all the support throughout these past this past year and these past three years. Um, it flew by so fast. I forgot the three-year anniversary. It was like a month ago. So maybe I'll remember the fourth one. Who knows? But um, this will probably be the... I don't know. Because then I got to come back to work Tuesday. So there'll probably be a new one Wednesday. Because Tuesday I got to play catch-up because we're closed Monday and I'm not working Saturday. So yeah, Wednesday there should be a new one. And then maybe I'll do one Friday or Saturday to end out the year with a bang. Uh, I got to see. But, uh, you know, those who celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, whatever it is, happy holidays to you. Enjoy this episode. If you're butt hurt by it, simply do this. Stop listening. It won't hurt my feelings at all. Till the next one, stay safe. Ho, 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 bitches. Peace.